All hands on deck, you beautiful, fiery, rhythmic Jamie and I feel like we beefed this one because frankly, storing is completely new to me, having always bought inventory for a particular show need, and Jamie doesn't think that he's good at it at all, when in fact he is on to something. Every aspect of inventory management is deep and kind of an overwhelming undertaking until you begin to develop in your efficiencies, cadences, and workflows. So help us be better. Share your inventory management workflows with us and everyone else. And after we have some time to digest the good ideas in the coming weeks, we'll revisit this subject and share your workflows with the masses. Until then, enjoy the shit show. Hello. What? Oh my god. Here, what's your what's your mic volume? He said what? What is uh what does her we mean? That was drunk text for here. Oh. Okay. Um, you mean my gain? Yes, gain. Twenty five point five. Twenty five point five. Um do you have a clipping indicator? Does it like turn red or something? Red. Mm, no? no. Yes. On my mic, if I turn on the live uh, meter thing, yeah. it's got little lights that flash green. And if I talk like this, it turns orange. Okay. But there's no red. Okay. That's good. You can probably go up just a smidge. Just maybe, a smidge. Yeah. Just maybe a tad go or a up. smidge. Let's go 20. Let's go 27. 27. Yeah. That's 27. Okay. That's. You know what they say about 27? I don't actually. It's before 28. All right. Let me resave my settings. Why are you You go ahead and grab my not so clicky mouse? Save that bad boy. Uh, How How many yards did you get mode? Five. I didn't have That's time near to do. 23. I know. If you show your quota. I didn't have time to mm. do. I don't like doing one when there's two there. Cause then when I do the one, the person's like, are you going to do mine? Yes. No. I'm going to do yours, but I got to come back. <laughs> do you mow in the same neighborhood? No, no. That's my problem. Oh, okay. So I just pictured a jealous client standing on their front porch. Yeah, like if I mow my neighbor's yard, uh-huh. my other neighbor would be like, "Are you gonna? Are you mowing my? Yes, I'm mowing yours, but you know <laughs> I work two jobs, <laughs> so I can't mow my yard if I haven't mowed theirs yet. Because then they'll, are, are you gonna mow mine? I literally <laughs> checked the mail today, changed my clothes. You mowing grass? Yeah, I'm gonna try. All <laughs> right, I got everything clean. I was like, I don't know if I'm getting yours yet. <laughs> I got 19 yards I got to travel to that I got to get done because I can't get off work at a decent hour. Mm. Did you work late tonight? Uh, technically, yes. Because, yeah. you know, I had a noon appointment in New Richmond, which is, you know, 40 minutes away from my house, mm-hmm. south. And at 11 o'clock, I got an appointment in Franklin. Mm-hmm. Which was 75 minutes from New Richmond. <laughs> oh, boy. So it took me an hour to get to Franklin. So I got there at noon. Mm-hmm. So I didn't mm-hmm. make it to New Richmond by noon. <laughs> mm. 
So I got a late start on mowing, just like yesterday. I got a late start on mowing. <laughs> and, and then you want to talk about management of inventory. Inventory <laughs> management. First, yeah, I want to talk got, about... Nobody uh, got time for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen my inventory I don't management? Think, well, and it's no, it's weird too because you know I I've never really held inventory, so this is this is yeah, a conversation like, that that isn't really a conversation. It's more like you're just going to teach the yeah, entire time. Yeah, when you said that, I'm like, what are we going to talk about? Because I'm not any good at it, and you don't have any, so it's <laughs> like, uh, I've got nothing. <laughs> Did you ever see? Um, did you ever see Chad's inventory list? Did he ever send that to you? Um, and the only reason I ask is because it's so well kept. Well, Chad is Chad should be in this. Actually, call him up and get him on the on the uh, thing. I'm I, sure he's got the best I mic said, in the world. Yeah, he's actually. <laughs> I texted him earlier. I was like, "Hey, what kind of mics do you have?" And he went through his entire mic locker of dynamic microphones uh, for live performances. So it's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, he's got, but, a whole uh, shit he's list got plenty. Everything. I even like asked every, him, I said, like, Hey, you everything have a- he does is definitely engineer mm-hmm. mind. That's the man that needs to be on here. For yeah. He's going to be management. He'll be on here. <laughs> He'll be on here eventually. I'm going to have him on for fireballs too. I want nice. you guys to do an episode on fireballs. Yeah. Um, but he would be definitely the man for management. <laughs> well, he's just got it. Like it's a, we'll talk about it here in a minute. First, we need to talk about the uh, 810 calories worth of combos I eat for breakfast on Monday. Hmm. What about the 5,000 calories and fruities? I've moved on from chocolate balls because I'm out of those. <laughs> That's quieter. You're not going to get any complaints from me. It's not quieter. It's more Yum, yunky. <laughs> Mouth Unless moving. I just suck on it. You chew, and so if you chew gum, little audio engineering trick of the trade here. Chew, chew little gum right before you have a session, and then uh, it kind of gets rid of all the little icky mouth sounds that you make. Oh yeah, yeah. It's mm. pretty wild, bro. Science, but it works. I usually just drink a bottle of wine. Oh, that works too. It <laughs> works too. And to be quite uh, honest, I never really have to, like, I never really have to edit a lot of mouth noises for you guys. Well, that's good. Yeah, it is. It is. Mouth noises are yucky. <laughs> mouth noises are yucky. Mouth noises are yucky, especially if you have the, if you have the right microphone, they're insanely yucky. Welcome to the Rhythm Pyro uh, Podcast. Where Posey, AJ, and Jamie ignite your passion for pyromusical show design while testing the very limits of your capacity for stupid. Welcome to the RPP. Yeah, you know me, but do you know Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, it's me. Yeah, yo, yo. <laughs> for hobbyists and semi-professional pirate show designers, we're big fans of the Modern Pirate Musicalness Podcast. It is a place where you can get together, talk shop, talk art, share tips, tricks, news, and insights with you. What's up, my homeboy? Not much, man. How are you? Good. Good. Not too bad. Good. This week. Um, doing, uh, doing what to do. <laughs> doing what to do. Yeah. It's Wednesday, is it not? Yeah, it is Wednesday. It's been a hectic week, and I don't feel like I've gotten anything done. No, nah. at all. 
Oh, um, so I'm supposed to ask you. Um, oh boy. Uh, I think it was John Meerkut. Um, he was, he sent me a message earlier and he was like, Hey, I sent a note over to Brian Craig. And he's like, uh, I was wondering if he could do two wheels on top of one pole. And I thought of you, cause that's basically, that's what you have, right? Didn't you do two wheels? That's what I did. I now have two towers with two wheels, but okay. to answer the question, yes. And it was able to hold the weight and everything, right? Yeah. So you can do it two ways. The way we did it actually, if I recall, um, wow, my brain just stopped working on mine. I actually took one, took two wheels and combined them. Then the one, instead of having all the gaps in, in the wheel, Mm-hmm. And I just counterbalanced the wheel with the uh, the 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 leftovers from the other wheel. And the only reason I did that was just for wire management, uh, being the first time I was pre-wiring a wheel before sending it up. And it just made it easier having on one wheel versus two wheels trying to jump from one slot to the next. Yeah. But yes, ideally, if you have the tower made. Um, like mine is where you have a two by four that goes in between the top. You can have a wheel on both sides, um, an 18 shot wheel and it balances out very nicely. It holds the weight. It takes about three guys to lift it up that way. Maybe four, the more, the merrier, the mm-hmm. more, the safer, but you can definitely do it. Um, and then uh, when the show is over, and you, everybody disappears, and all you have left is the uh, the drunk crowd. They can get it down, even so, it is possible. Absolutely. Yeah. The um, I forgot to ask. I mean, we re- really didn't talk about it much with Paul last week, but I meant to. Um, I don't know exactly. Do you know if you were to take a wild guess how much weight he had on the towers that snapped on Paul's? Yeah. The, I mean, it's, the white impulse did not feel heavier than my tower with two wheels on it. Yeah, the, the center of gravity Paul's, on yeah the center center of gravity on yours though it's so high. You would think that yeah. that would be the one that snapped. Yeah, it, it flexed quite a bit, but Paul yeah. had forty feet, if I recall. He had a whole extra segment, and that was the weak oh, point. Oh yeah, that's he had right. Two center sections that were pieced together, and that's when yeah. it snapped right in the middle. Okay. So with mine, there's just three sections, um, and that's why I counterbalance the wheel a little bit. But yeah, if you put a wheel on both sides, now yeah. I don't know that you could. I do not think you could manage to do two thirty-six shot wheels. But the way they're designed is eighteen shot wheels. You know, four twenty twos if you hook it up that way per shot. But if you do eighteen shots on both sides, um, that, it, it holds the weight just fine. That's what I did. I just designed it a little bit differently for wire oh, management. Okay. So did you I've have to tell, I mean, did you, the, did on, you online. trim your wheel? I mean, did you physically go in and remove chambers or did you tell Brian when you bought it, like, Hey, here's how nope. I'm going to utilize it and go ahead and yeah. pull chambers out. No, I had, uh, I originally just had two wheels and I was going to use a wheel on both sides. Um, like John's asking. Yeah. And when I was, when I was, um, addressing the show i'm like how am i going to do this <laughs> you mm-hmm. know i had four shots per chamber 18 chambers per wheel a wheel on two different sides with four slats on each wheel i'm like 
this is very confusing trying to make sure that I have everything running. So I was like, you know what? And angles, trying to allocate those all properly. So for me, it was just easier at the time until I got some new tricks on addressing the show, but to do it as one wheel. But no, Brian made me two wheels, one tower. And then when I got it, I just took the one wheel apart, took all the tubes out of it, took the spacers out of the other one and assembled one 36 shot wheel put all the spacers into the unused wheel and use it as a counterbalance. Uh, and we can I put gotcha. that on the website to show the pictures that we took. Yeah. To see what it looks idea. like assembled. You can see see how it worked. Um, but it went out, went up flawlessly, came down flawlessly. Um, it was manageable. It was heavy, but, you know, three, four guys, some uh, straps to help stabilize it. It, it went up and it, it, it didn't break. It yeah. was fine. Yeah. Beautiful man, yeah. I was thirty feet and forty feet make a big difference. Yeah, so it, I completely it, forgot I don't think, that Paul. I don't think Paul's even weighed as much as mine. It was just yeah. how long of a, right. a, 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 a it was. That was that was a beautiful design he had made for sure. Yeah, yeah. I completely forgot that his was longer. That's what she said. Yeah. Uh, PGI this week. About? Have you been? I know, right? Have you been following <laughs> PGI at all? Any of the competitions uh, no, this Anything. entire week went crazy I saw a little bit of Scott's show I was like that's yeah. pretty amazing Scott's was yeah Scott <laughs> some and of the pictures he caught Sherry with the fireballs really cool. I'm like yep. that's beautiful but I haven't dived into it so much um I yeah, did you see? Um, I, did, I didn't even see that you posted my show up. I'm like, when did he do that? <laughs> <laughs> I got it's uh, been a hectic week. Yeah, I know. So I got the the rest of it too. So I I, I just chopped that one, and I was like, oh, you, you know, you what? mean the non smoke part? No, well, yeah, the, you know where the fireworks start. I guess um, yeah, before the wind stopped. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, we'll post that one later. But I figured, you know, you got fans now, so we're gonna let this simmer. It's a yeah, badass show, I, dude. I, I, we gotta, I, need, I needed fans at the show to push yeah, this. Yeah, no, what we need to do is crazy. we need to figure out how to rid the world of horses at the, uh, at yeah. the farm. So you can get a different <laughs> shoe site altogether. <laughs> One where the wind blows the other way. Normally, it's not a problem there, but that, that yeah. trifecta of the humidity, the smug, the... the this, well, it's just, just where that site horrible. sits, too. That site well, the sits. wind, it just stopped. It was breezy all day, and it stopped. Mm-hmm. And it didn't even move. Normally, it, normally in most of my shoots, they fade away. The smoke goes back. I like only. Yeah, I think in previous, like in previous years, it seemed like the smoke, like it rises as soon as it gets above the tree line, mm-hmm. then it takes off. Yeah, but for whatever reason, the air was just stagnant this year. It was and stagnant. And it was fading forward where normally it fades backward and doesn't affect it so much. But it was so. I mean, that was it was sickening. It was like. Ugh. Somebody had had said something about MJG failure rate or smoke, which was worse. And I'm like, I'm going with smoke because at least in MJGs, I could yell at somebody, even if it, I'm not justified, but I yell for the smoke, you know? Uh If the MJGs don't go, then uh, you got fine. That's that's like uh, time that your display has to dissipate the smoke. What you need to do is just put like fireworks segment. DMX segment, fireworks segment, DMX segment, then you're good. Did you see uh, Ellery's show? The Class C Large competition? Uh, I did not. Watch it. It's good. He did a really good job separating colors, but interlacing effects, you know, something that you do, mm-hmm. you really don't see that a ton. 
No. Um, and it's such an easy design method to, you know, create a little diversity in the show. Right. But it I was... I saw his CobraCon and... Oh, yeah. CobraCon was phenomenal too. <laughs> his layering and everything on that was just... CobraCon is phenomenal too. And it's like, you know, don't let anybody ever tell you that you can't design a pirate musical in mm-hmm. Cobra, Cobra Show Creator <laughs> because like <laughs> he does all of that shit in Cobra Show Creator. When I see, phenomenal. when I think of Ellery, I think Cobra Show Creator, no video, no visual aspect to create uh-huh. to see what you're doing. I see a protractor. Yeah, a graph, exactly. A graph and a one man doing the entire thing that every time I see his shows, that's what I visualize. I'm like, mm-hmm. it just, it's mind boggling. It's like, I have a hard enough time with a visual display and people helping me. And I'm like, this man is just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he does a really good job. Sean's was pretty good too. Hotters was, was Hotters was good. And then oh, yeah. the, the other guy, I don't, I forgive me because I can't, I don't remember his name when I was watching the show, but well, that's um, what you said about me for six uh, months. So yeah, I right. <laughs> um, Raven, it was like, it was Raven something or other. Um, but I watched the show and, and his was pretty good too. But I mean, Ellery's just, Ellery's really stood out. It was really good. Okay, let's see here. Ba, 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 ba. All right. Back to managing inventory. And I guess... Back to setting, management. Back to, yeah, back, back to the boring shit. Um. You know, managing inventory, if you live in a state where you can legally hold your 1-4 inventory, the topic of today's discussion is how do you do that? You know, how do you do it? How do you do it successfully? All of the different stages of that management, you know, when you store it, how do you keep track of it? And, you know, more importantly, when you're designing a show, how do you dive into what inventory you know you have, you know, transfer that to whatever design program you're using, be it Finale or Cobra Show Creator? I mean, do you just manage and deduct things out of your inventory or, you know, how do you do it? I mean, I'm curious how you do it. Um, (laughs) You know, obviously you and I both live in Ohio and, you know, storage just kind of became a thing um, here in the state. But regardless, like I've never really, I've never really stored. So this is, this is a topic that it's almost a learning experience for me. (laughs) Yeah. So this will be an honest answer. I just wing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you do it electronically so, though, right? I, I, I'm not the greatest at it. Um, I have an Excel spreadsheet of every part number, cake, uh, item number, slight description of it. And I, ha- I have visions of what I would love to do. You know, I'd like to have little links in my Excel so it's, I can just click on it and see, oh yeah, that's what this, this firework does. No, and I got yeah. quantities of, you know, how many cases do I have? How many pieces? A lot like you see when you're purchasing wholesale. Right. Um, now I may not be the best of updating that. So almost every year I have to spend two or three hours just going through and be like, Oh yeah, this is something I forgot to deduct that when I tested it. Cause you know, I was just, my issue, <laughs> my issue is you can't fit enough fireworks in a 10 by 16 shed when that's the only sole yeah. purpose of that shed is for the storage of fireworks. Right. So then it's like, I need more storage. And then I'm like, now I need more space. So I am conflicted with not enough storage to store what I would like to do. So I have to constantly move things around to get to my 
comets are mines because the cakes are stacked in front of them. Um, even though I got shelves and things like that. But for the most part, I just created an Excel sheet with part numbers, brands. I'm, I'm trying to clear that up a little bit. Yeah. Um, some of the ideals that you had said too, I'm like, oh, that's great. When do you want to work on it for me? Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, being able to, you know, just quickly scroll through and find things. Um, I'm not the greatest at Excel either, but I have thoughts on what I would love it to be looking like. But a digital thing is great because then you can click. Now, I wish I had the finale inventory where I could pull from that directly in the finale and it deducts it automatically. And that'd be the greatest thing in the world. But yeah. unfortunately, I don't have that Domzik money. No! <laughs> oh! <laughs> If I had that money, I don't know how I'd put it to good use. Like the <laughs> inventory in, management. That's how you so put it to when, use. Now, when you go to, all right, so. What are you doing, buddy? Like when, I think the last time I used my own personal inventory was probably right around Octoblast last year. And that's really when I kind of started to make it just because, you know, I understood at that point where the laws were going in the state of Ohio. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I got a tiny little shed in the back and you know, I really don't keep anything in it. So I'm just going to use that and store some stuff. And, and hopefully coming out of an economy like we were in several mm -hmm. years ago, where it was insanely hard to get anything, um, you know, that worry kind of does take root in the back of your brain. Right. You don't want to run into a situation where you might not be able to source something. So. I did the same thing. I mean, I created a basic little spreadsheet. I, I remember even sending Chad a note and saying, Hey, um, you know, can you send me, you know, send me your, your inventory. I'm curious how you do this. Um, I'd like to just kind of get a little inspiration. I'm going to do inventory. that now. Yeah. Dude. I, and it's, <laughs> it's great. Like his Chad is, is like, <laughs> Hey Chad, actually, you know what? I'm going to send him my inventory. Yeah, I just have so to he keep it can for organize you. it for me, <laughs> and I can be like, okay, how much product do I owe you for doing this? <laughs> you can do it every, uh, and then come time for designing your boards and stuff. You'd be like, okay, uh, PFX thirty, uh, thirty MP. What, uh, Chad? What do I got? <laughs> well, Let by me know, time man. He got done with my inventory. It would be the most simple, basic, user friendly format yeah. that I. I mean, oh my god, that's a great idea. Yeah, Chad's going. Chad will not answer the phone from now on once he listens to this mm -hmm. episode. He's like James calling. Nobody wants. That's great. You're gonna turn him. <laughs> you're gonna turn him off before he ever comes. He did. Here. He did offer. But he's like, if you need to store stuff, I've got room. I'm like, I yeah, know. he does. That building's like a, <laughs> it's like a stinking gymnasium. I was like, I probably will take you up on that, but I, I feel like there's a catch twenty two to that. <laughs> um, it is nice. Yeah, pyro, especially backyard pyro, really needs a. Yeah, we need something. We need something mobile, and I don't know necessarily who this is. I, I don't know what entity would be great for this. I don't Maybe, maybe Cobra would be great for something like this since, you know, he tends to kind of diversify and break out into different markets, but we really need something like mobile. You know, you get a case or you get your, your raw individual items, uh, your single count items. And, you know, you just scan these into your inventory, you know, attach, just create a repository, which technically already exists. I, that wiki fireworks right, that right. Scott made, it's already, there's already a repository for all of this stuff. You know, you just need to add a backend where there's barcodes and a means to kind of scan these into 
like a little app or something to keep your own inventory. Yeah. I would like to even get further along, you know, like AJ talks about with multiple renditions of a, you know, what factory it came out of. So, so you really know this one only lasted 12 seconds versus this one lasted 20 seconds. So you have that in your inventory very simply. I mean, there's a lot of data you can put in that inventory that is very useful. This meteor storm was on a different planet. Oh my God. Right. In terms of (laughs) length. (laughs) That one, that one was bad. This year's meteor storm used the slowest, slow fuse, slowest cannon fuse on the face of the planet. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was, that one was bad. (laughs) (laughs) So when you go into design, um, you know, and say like, say you get finale up in front of you. Yeah. Do you also have your inventory up as well? And then do you try to kind of reconcile that stuff into finale as you design or are you just taking a raw data dump of all of your inventory data and importing that into Finale so you kind of know what you have at that point in time. I'm not smart enough to do that. So I pretty much have my inventory on my desktop, front and center, and I can click on it and open it anytime. I, I generally know what I have, but I have a lot of miscellaneous stuff that, you know, when we went through that whole spiel where you couldn't get something, I, I was like, oh, well, they don't have this. Well, this looks nice. So yeah. I got some stuff that I'm like, forgot I had. I'm like, what's this do? <laughs> yeah. Right. And of course, I've got to go through and create that sim. And that's that's something I need to do with my inventory is go through, okay, I've, I've made a sim for this. I need to make sense for this so I can get that stuff updated because that, that makes, when it comes to scripting time, not having a simulation just makes scripting more of a chore than I really want it to be. But using that inventory to be able to say, hey, I need to make a sim for this. I need to yeah. do something yeah. for this. Then when I go through to script, I can look at my inventory and I can just choose whatever I want and go with it. Um but yeah, I don't know how to import that stuff very well into inventory to be able to use it in Finale. I'm not that smart. I'm quite sure that there is a way to do it, but I don't know how. So we're in the same boat. Yeah. This yeah, is an excellent know fucking fun. educational podcast episode. Yeah, we know nothing. I two know fucking, Finale inventory. Two wax talking about something that they don't even know how to do. <laughs> it's kind of like Blind Pyro. Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> but, Figuring uh, it out, man. I know Finale inventory incorporates with Finale. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, which, so, which is awesome, but I, I can't do... Fin- yeah, I think you old- have to have the maximum finale plus you have to have finale inventory, which is another cost. And unfortunately, I don't have that, Marcus. In the old finale <laughs> business, right? Because I, I remember asking, uh, oh boy, was it, I think it was back in the Will and Chris days before Drew, like the old finale business. If you kept your inventory in you know a certain format, you could take it and import is just basically like a CSV format. You could take it and import it into Finale. And then Finale would more or less keep raw data points inside the program uh, where you could do the same thing that you, you have the option to do in 3D, which is you know set quotas and set how many items you have. The problem at that time was it whatever part number you had in the system, like if you had created, say, a PFX30, you know, um, a, a finale box 
Dominator right. Finale box, and you imported your PFX30, it would not attach itself to the simulation. And that's something that you had to do more or less manually. At least I that's what I remember having to do right. um, when I did that. Now, it's probably worth a look because I'm quite sure they've taken monster strides in inventory management and even made it probably so Finale 3D is capable of doing some degree of inventory management. I know a lot of that shit's per show, but I almost wonder if you could keep just custom libraries, you know, like create a custom library for your master inventory or your even even your my effects and yeah. just designate that as an inventory. I'm sure there's a way. And this is going to be one of those where, you know, maybe we're the ones learning from our listeners. Yeah, yeah for sure. This is, I, I think this is a, <laughs> I'm, ho I'm hoping this is our educational <laughs> this episode. Is a, yeah, right. This is a community, uh, community call to action. You guys can teach us. Um, you know, I, I, I really Insightful am interested from the listeners from, from, yeah, right. From the community. Um, I'm interested mm. to see how people manage their inventories. I remember, um, when, when AJ introduced me to Chris Duesman, mm -hmm. um, he had a, an extremely robust inventory and I remember peeking at it and it was extremely well built out. I mean, every single, like he went as far as, you know, the kind of stuff that you want to do as a designer who's who's really interested in all of the tiny little intricacies of every single insert, you know, in every single row of every single cake, um, his database went as far as to kind of identify, like, hey, here's your here's your caliber for uh, here's your caliber for this particular cake, and I think it even went a little deeper than that. You know, gave really nice descriptors for each of the effects uh, that existed in in certain rows. So, like. That's the kind of stuff where you know you, you kind of start to salivate when you see it because it's like okay this is this is like this is dangerous territory in the sense that this is exactly what I wish a a large company that had some capital would come out with some kind of um, back end database that they could market to consumers. I mean I I'd, I'd probably pay an annual fee honestly right. for something like that. Yeah. Within reason. <laughs> Not within reason, right? Because we just love annual it's, subscription fees. Yeah, it's like, like we don't have enough has, of those. Finale has available on hand used, but typically I'm sitting there manually typing in how many I have available. I don't know how to really import that properly. And then I I don't know how yeah, it's just ne it's never correct in finale when I do that. So I quit looking at it. <laughs> yeah. I just look at my Excel sheet. But yeah, I, I, reckon, it makes, like reconciliation though, it is what becomes kind of a pain in the ass, right? Because if you don't, yeah. I don't think if you do a, anytime you're using two separate systems, you know, if you're designing yeah, exactly. finale and then you're just picking shit off of a, a spreadsheet, you have to make sure that you kind of reconcile that um, either before or after, because if you don't, then you're always going to mm -hmm. find yourself in a, in a situation where you're going back and having to do recounts of all of this stuff. And that's just, it's inefficient. Yeah. And that, that's what I run into a lot just because, you know, find out that, you know, the 122 millimeter yellow mines are actually 122 millimeter yellow comets, which ah! is mislabeled. 
have to reallocate my inventory. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Now, that was like, a complete. Oh, yeah, I forgot to. <laughs> that was a complete mislabel no, from no, the factory, never. right? Yeah. yeah. I, this year was the year of. Redo my inventory. But like Octoblast, every single bit of that, I forgot to uh, deduct that from my inventory. <laughs> So everything got shoved back in there and I'm like, wait, this isn't right. So I, I, you saw me, I pulled yeah. everything out of there, everything down to the bare shelves and just restacked everything back in there. It was all nice and organized until yeah. the fourth was over. And I'm like, I can't get to anything again. <laughs> that that kind of time for a you, container. Yeah. You kind of bring up a good point though, in just that, because when you start when you start tearing into cakes and using single effects, that's a mess. Well, you, right, it's it's a mess. But you almost I, I would think you would have to create a separate yep. database record for whatever those shots are at that point. Yeah, I, I make sure that I write on the on the tubes what they are. Um, otherwise, they just become a fun pile for yeah. play. Um, but I write on tubes, so if I do forget it's like oh that's what this is but yeah you're you're correct like if you take uh, like sky comet i rarely use it as a cake but i have a, an inventory as a cake right and then i have singles how many singles do i have i know there's 16 in the cake but this is how many i have left over from the last five shows and i have 30 single shots and I do that for finale cakes and everything too cuz i'll pull those apart for the for the shells and the mines um, but once it's broken apart, I have a separate label for okay. the single shots and the colors. So that way yeah. I know. So your catalyst for creating or adding to that other database record is almost always when you actually start tearing it apart. Right. Gotcha. Yep. That sounds smart, man. It sounds like, uh, what I do. Not like that's a, you know, any kind of measurement for what's smart. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to inventory, but just because we don't necessarily, it's something that you want to pay more attention to because it's going to make your job easier. Uh, It's going to make it easier. It's going to save you money. You know, instead of buying a case of finale cakes and you realize that, oh, I already had two red. I ordered the wrong color. Yeah. It's like right now when I was updating my inventory, I had every color, I had a, almost a case of every color, but in uh, purple, I only have one cake left and orange, I only have one cake left. I'm like, oh, I need to order some more of those because I, I, I use that for so many things. I always want to have that stuff on hand. There are certain things that I always want to have. So having an inventory makes sure I know I have the correct colors. And I can be like, oh, let me go ahead and start finding that because it can be a challenge if you just wait to your show date or a month before to try to find the the product that you've been scripting in your show if you don't have it on hand. Um, it makes it just makes it a lot easier if you have an inventory to script, saves you money, ordering the right product, and then you don't have a bunch of duplicate stuff that you don't need when you have minimal space, like a 10 by 16 shed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Buy me a uh, container. 
and then some land to go with it. So Buy I can us a container. Sounds great. You got this. <laughs> you got this. You got that Jamie money. That Jamie money. You got that Jamie, Jamie money. Going to go for that truck. I want a new truck. <laughs> <laughs> a new truck and pull a bigger Nathan trailer. <laughs> wants to give you a run for your money, buddy. At Octo Blast. Yeah, he is going to. Well, he is going uh, to be the big guns. He's probably going to be run unattested this year because I probably <laughs> come back next year. <laughs> this year is I don't know what it is about this year. It is just hectic, man. Yeah, it's just been a hectic year. I don't know if it's you know, Skywars coming up and everything all at once. It's just been a hectic year, yeah. at least for me. I guess it's yeah, my life, my, my personal life on top of, you know, everything pyro related. It's just, it's been a busy year. It's not a bad thing. It's just been, you know, it's like, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I have enough time to truly do what I, I have ideals and I have plans and I've not had a chance to actually start doing the things I want to do. And I'm looking and I'm like, I've got Skywars coming up and then, um, I've got to work these week. It's like, I only have four full days that I'm not working mm. to do the things that I want to do. And I'm like, no, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to do it this year. <laughs> I really want to. And then you already know the songs I've picked out. So it's, <laughs> it's like, you know what? Maybe it's going to be better served for next year anyways, <laughs> because now I'm back. <laughs> Do you hear that, Nathan? You got a chance. <laughs> Actually, shit. saying there's dad a might, chance. Yeah, you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> My dad will probably get into it too now. The minute that I well, tell him that you're not going to I would in. like, if Nathan's going to go on my level, that's yeah. going to be awesome because I would like to see us break out the four by eight boards into two separate segments, you know, yeah. you know the standard ones and then the, the crazy people. Yeah. We got, uh, um, I don't know who didn't Bob. Bob did the four by eight too, didn't he? Uh, Bob was always like the. From what I heard, he was he was the man. Like he was the yeah, four by eight champion. Bob was the guy for years and, and years, and then he stopped the year came before in I and did like it. farted him out of existence. Well, he um, didn't do it the Bob. year I competed, and then he. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he told me he's like, yeah, I'm not even bothering. <laughs> <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, was that the dude that brought the uh, the trailer out there and parked it right in front of? I don't, I don't know who that everybody's was. eye line of my fourth DMX light. Um, that thing, there was so much. Was that stuff that was yet? a four by eight contest? That was a four by eight contestant, wasn't that, it? Yeah, that was a four by eight on that on the trailer. Mm. Well, I, when I saw that, I was like, thank God man. for that guy. I was like, man, maybe I, uh, I could put my board on a trailer like that and just roll it out there. Cause <laughs> it took me six hours to put it together. <laughs> it was like Legos and I had directions. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, and then you had, uh, then you had Doug's too. That was like, uh, it was a one light fuse and the whole thing was yeah, elevated, <laughs> elevated on those horses. Cause it was too heavy to take off. So they're like, Oh, yep. We'll yeah. leave it there. Yeah, and then we sure? had to take it down before the the, the main show. Yeah, uh, that thing was heavy. Oh, dude, it was terrible because it's like you know, it wasn't we, as heavy as mine, but mine yeah, was on the ground. That, 
<laughs> I, I went back and I, I went back and I checked the camera and everybody was like, yeah, we, you know, we want film of the, of the event and everything that, you know, encompasses the event and the entire the fronts and all the, this DMX shit that you've wheeled out. And then I'm like, okay, well, I, in the video, you can't see two of the lights because one, the trailer was parked right in front of one of them. And then the, and then Doug's board was elevated in the, on the other one. So I'm glad that at minimum we were able to take Doug's down off of the horses, yeah. but yeah, we got to figure yeah. out what we're going to do do this year. I, th- I really do want to, I want to do the call of duty zombies thing. Dude. Well, that's what, why it's like, I'd like to do the boar, but I, I'm like, let, let's freaking kill, especially, um, I actually need to call Marcus and, uh, tell him thank you and, uh, get with him on everything for Skywars since he's donating for yeah. the Octoblast. Yep. So that's yep. all. Thank awesome. you, Marcus. Um, but I, I, I'm like, I, let's focus on the main show this year and let's just make it, you know, crazy uh yeah you know, especially if nathan's going to help me out on a four by eight board <laughs> <laughs> i'll come back next your year legacy will live on i'll put i'll come back next year and put him in his place and then maybe the year after that we will <laughs> bring uh, him back down to reality <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then, uh, the year after coming that, out mate. last year kid yeah <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> Hold my beer. It's a cute board you got there, man. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Yeah, That's I got to see what he does. And then I'll just have to like be like, yeah, okay. Gotcha. Watch <laughs> this. Watch this. <laughs> Engage the competition. You know what? I was thinking about when we were talking about PGI earlier. Um, I watched, I don't know, call it 55 seconds of the small uh, class C competition at PGI. I don't even remember whose it was. It was actually one, like the video that auto loaded when I was watching videos on YouTube. And then I kind of went on to the, the large stuff, but I bet you could, I bet you do really well in the small competition at, uh, I mean, shit, you'd probably do well in any of them to be honest. But like I got to, as soon as I saw it, because it's a single position show. Oh really? And the first thing I thought about was you in the four by eight. I'm like, Oh man, Jamie would probably so it's a single this. position show, but Lots of I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea what the space <laughs> constraints are. I have no idea wow. what the rules are. You know, I've I've never. You know you'd have to ask. Um, do you know how stressful that is? <laughs> no, you got this, dude. If you can, if you can do what you did on a four by eight piece of plywood, then yeah. I think this would be child's play. Well, that four by eight last year was, you know, I originally was going to do danger zone on the board. I just I couldn't do it. I'm like, I'm going. To wait to the my fourth show to do that song, yeah. I just I envision so many things, and I'm like, ah, I can't do it on the board. Can't, <laughs> can't do that. Nope, can't do that. <laughs> sure you can. Just got so to figure out either a how to defy the laws of gravity, or right mobile B, board. Uh huh. The board. I still rotates. think you. I still think you oscillating should, like, board. <laughs> spend four hundred bucks on a freaking lift. And, you know, take that four by eight and just jack it 50 feet up in the air. Well, if I could do a four by eight board that has four sides, and as long as all the product is encompassing on the one four by eight surface area, if it's on a cantilever machine that rotates 20, you know, 20, you know, 45 degrees, that loads the next four by eight board, rotate again, the next four by eight board, and it's all within yeah. the four by eight yeah. platform. 
That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's 360 degrees. Just yeah. wait. Get in. Just they get all in. shoot up. <laughs> That's right. Get some kind of automated turntable and put that exactly. on top of the lift and just have that bitch rotate the entire it's, time. It, <laughs> show's going. Exactly. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, my you word. say the board had to be, you know, horizontal. <laughs> I could have it vertical. <laughs> Dude. That's true. You could take, uh, just, you know, squeeze everything in, take a couple of extra sheets of four by eight and just stand them straight up. Just make sure that they're not sticking over the edge of, um, four by eight sheet a, and then, uh, just shoot a bunch of shit sideways, jacked up 50 feet in the air. That's right. I might have to challenge David Anglin on the four by eight board. There you go. Actually, I think that would be a phenomenal (laughs) matchup <laughs> it was he uh he, he messaged me he's like hey this was yeah give me some I, idea. I remember that this like, was that, damn good he said it to me i was like okay dude that, that's that's pretty good it's <laughs> pretty good it's pretty good i may have ordered a ton of drone swarm after that <laughs> thanks awesome. david awesome little <laughs> awesome little spot effect yeah the things he did on that board i'm like really mm-hmm. really well, I don't even think the fireball. So, really? Yeah, well, Ellery, Ellery <laughs> made sure to correct me on the forum because I thought it was a four by eight, and it wasn't. It was it was four by four. Yeah, it was like a whole lot less. Okay, so was, I might have to bow down to that. Dear God, he did all that on a four by four. Mm-hmm. My Lord, imagine what he could do with four extra feet. Yeah. Are you sweating? What did I, I watch? Blade <laughs> with Katie yesterday. That scene where that Reinhardt comes up to him and he's like, you know, me and the uh, guys were wondering, can you blush? (laughs) Are you blushing, Jamie? (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Time to get in the pool. That's right, David. It's time to get in the pool, man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So as far as inventory goes, we're stupid. And, uh, we're reaching no. out to you, fellow Yeah, we're reaching fans. out. You guys teach us. Teach um, us. <laughs> if I had uh, a lot of money, I'd send all of you microphones and could uh, school us, but I don't. So That's we'll go right. from there. Um, yeah. Maybe they all can meet us at Sky Wars and teach us. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show us how it's done, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I think I might, I might give Deusman, um a call and see if he'd be interested in talking about it. He'd be good at it. And I think Chad would be somebody good to have on and chat about yeah. that. I was just going to send Chad mine and say, <laughs> all right, you've seen my inventory. What's it going to cost me? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to get on the monthly subscription rate of uh Chad inventory management. Yeah. He, he, he took my, uh, my show shoot site layout and put it in AutoCAD or, CAD for me, AutoCAD. And uh, yeah, that was just great. It was so much nicer even than the the chart, the the graph and stuff that I used to do. I'm like, man, this yeah. is just nice. That's the one for- that you had laminated, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he did all those and I went and had them laminated. So that way it was, you know, easy. I mean, that's, you know, when Chad said that me and Taylor set up his show, it's because he did everything and had it 100% ready. It was like building a Lego with step-by-step directions and visual aids. I mean, it was the simplest 
I mean, little eight and a half by 11 sheet piece of paper and 11 by 14, <laughs> put them in a pocket. Okay. What was I doing? Pull it out. Boom. Back on track. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, was, made finding... it was astounding. So I can't imagine his inventory management. Yeah. That's yeah. why every time he asks me if I have something, he's like, he always gives me a hard time because he knows almost if I ask him, Hey, do you have this? And he's like, give me a few minutes. He'll come back. Yeah, I have them in this. <laughs> this one's damaged. I'm like, how do you know that? Oh, I got it in my inventory. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> then he asked me, then I'll be asking, hey, I need some of these. He's like, don't you have any of your own product? I'm like, yes, but I thought I had more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he gives me a hard time all the time about it. That's, um, you know, that big, gigantic freaking uh, Denny's placemat of a site layout that you had was actually... <laughs> really made it really easy to find all one, all of your positions, but it also made it super easy to tie those positions back to channels right in the system. Yeah. He took it even further to the point that he had what size cables and links that he had for each one of his positions. Yeah. Um, so all his cables, I mean, he has his inventory down to that point for how many cables does he have as a certain length, how many fuel mines, how many racks, I mean, he's, yeah, he's very, very detail oriented. Did he tell you how long that takes to do that? Does Chad ever give you a straight answer? Well, I know he could do it quickly because yeah, it doesn't that's take what long. he does for like It doesn't a living, take long, but it's no big deal. Um, I want to yeah. say I asked him that. It takes a few minutes, you know, it's not I, that long. I can't quite <laughs> remember exactly what he, he said, can. but I'm quite sure that it was under... <laughs> Yeah, uh, he gave you a roundabout minutes. answer because it doesn't take him long. But huh. he does. He he he's one of the nicest men I know. He'd bend over and do anything for you, and it's like, dude, I don't want you taking too much time. Oh, it's not a big deal. It doesn't take that long. Like, yeah, yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> does that mean three hours? Does yeah. that mean fifteen minutes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me how much I owe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're going to have... Uh, I want you guys to talk about Fireballs here pretty soon. Fire. Have, Fire. I'm going to have him on. Um, and then I got some I got some guests in the opera, dude. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to do the AJ, though, and keep it under wraps. <laughs> Not tell anybody. Just get everybody's hopes up. <laughs> How can you call that the AJ? You were the worst about it. I oh, got my sh- what? The video is coming out. The video is coming out September eleventh. Yeah, oh, three weeks from now. A teaser. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Wait for it. When's it coming? <laughs> On the eleventh. You want to shut? No. You you'll see when it comes out. <laughs> Just release the damn thing, Bo. <laughs> exactly. You, Just like Dane said. It's like, dot, come you, on, man. <laughs> you jackass. Just release the damn thing. Just give us the damn video. We got some guest speakers coming. You're going to love it. <laughs> Who? You'll see. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, cool. I think that'd be it for uh, inventory management. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. That's right, bitch. Talking Stop about? talking about it. Stop talking about it. Please. Stop talking about Just it. Just do it for me. Ha, 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 ha.